Kristana Loken talked to me when she was starring in Blood Rain, based on the video game at the time. We also chatted about her playing the first female Terminator. Kristana Loken, in a moment. Special conversation with Kristana Loken as we look back on her role at Terminator 3 as the female Terminator and also kind of talks about her life and where she's at. Here's my conversation with a talented actor from 2005, Kristana Loken. And I know as far as, you know, some of the other things you've done, um, I know your dance background was important in, uh, in making the Terminatrix come to life and then to blend in, like, like, essentially a lot of your moves were almost like choreography because she's mechanical, she's a machine, and she has to move in a, cer- a certain way. So, I mean, uh, to, to give that mechanical feel to her, but yet also have her where she can blend in with humans, too. So that was, that, I, I commend you for that. That was not an easy... Uh, shoes to step in as a matter of fact well thank you man I, I love you you can interview anytime <laughs> you want no but you know what the fact is is that you're actually seeing things very similarly to I did in that sense of where this was a character that I, of course I was a I remember watching Robert Patrick in T2 oh, and yeah. just being blown away I was, yeah. how is this guy doing this because you're, you're so far removed from the fact that he actually has a pulse somewhere inside there. You, you're completely taken away from that. So when this opportunity came along, which was my huge turning point, um, you know, and I'd been, you know, really working hard since I was 13 and, and making the rounds, and I knew this, this was going to be the right fit. I just had a feeling. And I did such extensive training, even before I got the job, um, in the process of, of leading up to getting it. But after getting the job, I worked with, um, I always start with the nutrition aspect. How does the physicality look? How is the body type? What, how does that relate to the character? And in T3's case, I put on 15 pounds of muscle mass. And I did extensive weight training, um, weapons training, uh, Israeli martial arts, Krav Maga. And the icing on the cake, which was actually um, Jonathan Mostow's idea, was um, working with a mime coach. Mm. It was to eliminate all of those human traits, you know, that, that would say, oh, well, there she is. Oh, she's, she's blinking or she's showing signs of exertion while running or, you know, I couldn't show any of that. That mime, I have a whole new appreciation for mime work. It is very challenging. I mean, you have to have, to have absolute muscular control um, and be able to alienate different muscle groups and allow them to work independently of one another. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal the kind of internal energy and heat that you can build up um, with this muscle control. So that was, yeah, that was also a great, a great character to play with. You know, if you look at that character, there was actually, there were things that were, some of the movements were like Robert Patrick-like, like the T-1000-like, but then there were other things that were just pure you as your own model. So I thought, you know, you kind of incorporated some of his stuff, but then kind of had your own as well. So it was, uh, you know, it's kind of like a, a long list or a long line, assembly line of machines. So right. there would be some similarities. So well, that And that was the thing, too. Even here is a cold-blooded killing machine, mm-hmm. I still wanted to make her feminine, and I oh, yeah. still wanted to make, 
you in some way you had to feel for her. You have to. You even if you're, you know, the most despicable character, you've got to have people rooting for you in some way. So any kind of time you can incorporate any kind of human moment. I did, like with the um, with Blood Rain, with Rain, you know, and that's why that character is, is a lot of fun for me, because she's got this wonderful, completely irrational side, and mm. then, you know, a very pained human side with a very real background and a childhood and a history, so, vampire with a pulse. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, you mentioned that film, uh, Dragon Kingdom, uh, which is actually, I think it was the most popular movie ever to air on German television. I think it had like over 8 million viewers. And that's actually going to be on Sci-Fi next year in 06, so we'll that's be able right. to hear it here in the States. So that's, that's right. great. We'll get a chance. So you'll have a, a few things kind of coming out at the same time. So, yeah. you're, so you'll be out there in a lot of ways, and of course you'll be in uh, in the name of the king, too, also slated for 06. And um, I produced my first film. This Good year. for you. Thank you. Produced and well, co-starred in um, with a couple others. Uh, a girlfriend of mine, Danielle Agnello, um, wrote a short um, a year or two ago, and we did it, and I was in it, and it ended up going to the New York Independent Film Festival, and I won an award for Best Actress in a Short, and it kind of came out of nowhere, and she started getting this... Um, hype behind her and so she wrote a feature and she's a, she's a bit like a Italian Jewish David Lynch. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> she's very quirky, very bizarre and crazy and brilliant. Uh, it was a, a totally different experience for me on the producing side of things, organizing it and putting it together and dealing with different people's egos and personalities and the process of getting it made. But at the end of the day, we're now in post-production and um, editing and working on the score. So you'll probably be able to find Lime Salted Love uh, on the independent film circuit next year. You're going to hit the film festivals with that? Yeah, that's that's our hope. Good. And then eventually, uh, hopefully, it will find its way to theaters and DVD as well. Let's let's hope. Absolutely. And this is a very different type of film. I don't have any kind of weapon. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. So is it like a romantic comedy or a comedy it's, or? No, it's it's a pretty intense. Okay. It's, it's a love triangle between myself. Uh, Danielle and this other actor, this uh, Joe Hall, and but it's it's a coming of age story, young people in LA, love triangle, also dealing with childhood and how it's affected you to become the person that mm -hmm. you are. Yeah, wow, cool, cool. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Cause Thank that you. Sounds like a nice uh, departure too. Absolutely. Well, you got to mix it up, and for me, sure. it's like I really want to be able to do the films that affect me and that means something to me. I mean, this was a blood, sweat, and tears project. We made the whole film for $60,000. You know, everybody just worked because they wanted to be a part of it. We were fortunate to find friends' locations of houses and, you know, able to get some good equipment. When people show up for that pure of heart reason, mm -hmm. because they believe in it, you know you're going to do something special. Yeah, absolutely. Usually that's the way it works, you know? Uh-huh. So that's great. Everybody gives the extra. You that's know? true. And that's what uh, makes it special. Absolutely. Great. Hopefully that's another another facet to your career. That uh, And you certainly would have more appreciation as an actor when you're on a 
when now you're working on a film and you know what the producer has to go through a little bit too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I mean we're already in, in pre-production on our, our next film, so I've got I've got a, I've got a, another little side production company going on. Good for you. Yeah, it's fun. There's more sci-fi talk, so stay tuned. Here's more sci-fi talk with Tony Tolado. You know, you've done your share of uh, some sci-fi television, too. You've been on the Sliders television show and also Star Trek Voyager. And so, I mean, you've kind of had a taste of sci-fi on television. Uh, is something on TV, like in a series kind of thing? I know you were like a semi-regular on uh, on Philly. Unfortunately, it met at a premature end. But is that something that would appeal to you sometime, maybe to work on a series? Oh, I have worked on many television series, none of which were all that memorable, <laughs> but it was a great, great um, backbone for me and my career to just keep working um, on lots of different televisions. I mean, from about the age of 13 when I did my first TV show, which was As the World Turns. Right. Um, until Philly, which was the last TV show I did before T3. Hmm. I'm not opposed to it, but I've put my time in the television world. Sure. And I would like to see how, um, the film world will accept me, you know, in the future. And if not, well, then I'll make my own, so it won't really matter. <laughs> but, um, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I just... I want to do, like, if I can do a, a TV event like Dark Kingdom or Dragon Kingdom or whatever they're calling it in this yeah. country, I want to do something of substance. The only thing that I don't like about a lot of TV is it's a bit homogenized for my taste. I mean, it, it, there's some great things that are being done on, on some of the networks, HBO being kind of the front runner of them. Yes. That kind of thing would appeal to me. So I'm, I'm not dead set against it, mm -hmm. but, you know, to just do kind of a network show for the sake of working is, is not where my heart's at. You know, I think you've done something that I think is one of the toughest things for an actor to do, is to make that transition from working as a child into adulthood and continue to keep working. It's, I think, from, you know, you see the, the, the stories of people that couldn't, were not able to make that transition. So to be able to do that, I think is, uh, is is really difficult to do in Hollywood. So, I mean, congratulations for pulling that off. That's not an easy task. Well, thank you. And you know what? I, I think it was because since I never really had, I wasn't like one of those child actors that made it big at, you know, 16 mm. or whatever. And then where do you go from there? Thankfully, the whole time, I was kind of under the radar, but was doing some good quality work and moving up and working with good people and studying the whole time so that when I was ready in my personal life as well because I think that's where a lot of young actors go wrong is how they maintain themselves on a personal level you know then I was able to break through and go okay I'm, I'm, I'm ready to, to make the big jump and work at this next place in my life and, and thankfully have a real vision and goal and mindset as an adult in which to kind of carry that dream through it sounds like despite everything that you've been through, you know, with your career and you're in the middle of Hollywood and everything, you seem pretty grounded. Like, you know, everything, you, you kind of know where you're at. Well, thanks. Yeah, I'm, 
Well, um, I try to deal in reality and truth as as much as possible because for the rest of the time I just pretend. Right. So <laughs> yeah. In my personal life, I've got to be real, and I've got some great, great parents and, and very supportive family, so that helps a lot. Well, Blood Rain looks terrific. I mean, you know, it's a, I think it's, as I said before, it's a great marriage of actor and character. And really, you know, you brought, uh, I think you just bring this passion to her that if it's not there, the ship is not going to sail. And, uh, you know, you, you bring something, you can see that just in the scenes that you're in. And with acting, it goes back to the silent days. It's got to be in the eyes. And there are looks that you give her that are, that just, say blood rain to me when I see that. Oh, that's great. Well, then good. I did my job. You did your job well. You did your job well. Thank you, Tony. Best of luck. Uh, I appreciate that. And uh, we're hoping, uh, keeping all our digits crossed so it becomes a big hit. Um, now, just real briefly, is there anything that you did uh, for the DVD release? Any, are you going to do the commentary or anything like that? We did the commentary. Oh, Actually, cool. We did it up in Vancouver while we were shooting okay. The King. Oh, good. You know, with Uva, it's 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 hard to get a word in edgewise, <laughs> but it's pretty funny. That's for sure. It's definitely a very different kind of commentary. Um, also, we had a couple of the producers, and Will Sanderson was also there. Yes. And for the DVD, well, I do know that they're doing um, a great soundtrack uh, for for the uh, movie, which is going to be a separate. And Alice Cooper has done uh, the vocals, and I'm going to be joining him. Cool. Doing vocals. So that's right. a pretty neat thing. I have no idea what I'm in for, but I'm up for it. So it should <laughs> you, be fine. Especially with Alice, you never know what you're in yeah, for. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, he's great. I mean, God, that's going back a long time. Yeah. That's, I'm going to date myself. Uh, I was in high school when one of his big hits came out, so you no idea how old I am. But uh, Alice and I are both up there. But, <laughs> but uh, hey, he's still rocking, so you can't, uh, you know, that's, that's not too bad. It's not Absolutely. too shabby. Absolutely. I know. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time. and uh, It's my absolute pleasure, Tony. I um, look forward to talking to you in the future. And I look forward to talking to Kristana Loken again, hopefully sooner than the last time we talked. This is Tony Tolado.